you know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days, and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had delta cron, they had omni delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure whether it's fluorocron, delta cron, or whatever, or omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z-pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I, always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, 
gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. So you're the last person that I'm ever gonna ask Tell me what's real, tell me what's fake Why is everything about you a debate? What's the point of love? Every time I showed it, I was broken And it's supposed to be just the only one I hate Why is it only one you but multiple religions? Why does every conversation end in a division? Why does everybody wanna tell us how to live But they won't listen to the same damn message that they give it? Tell me how to feel, tell me what's wrong I tried to call, pick up the phone I'm on my own Everybody says you coming back to man Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work Then destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black, all you white I don't even really care I just really want to know what's right They've been saying one thing But I've been looking in the book And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life Tell me where I'm going is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well Had a dream that I was walking with the devil Don't remember how it feels But I swear that I remember the smell Looked me right into my eye And told me everything I wanted could be mine If I gave up and decided to sell But I said I'd rather die than get mine Now I'm here No fear one man with a story to tell Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it When they set the bar and I exceeded it My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover But have never took the time to fucking read this shit I remember telling you my goals and my dreams But you didn't even answer So I guess you didn't believe in it I remember sitting with a gun to my head Trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe when he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this booth 
I take this darkness and turn it into light? How do I believe in a concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! Supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit. So maybe it's you who actually fears me. I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly. So many lies, a thousand different theories. All I wanna know is who really made religion. Cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me. No more lies, no more death. Bring back King, bring back X. Please, dear God, let their souls rest. Protect who's left and watch their steps. Dear God, I don't wanna have to ask you again. I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer. So I'll end this all by saying amen. Good morning, everyone. How y'all doing this cold morning? The freeze set back in again. I was worried about my birds. Not just because of the cold, but because they were so traumatized yesterday. Getting attacked by the neighbor's dogs. Sparkles is uh, a little badass, though. He's half the size of everyone else. And he was the first one to stand up to those big dogs. He ain't even the size of one of their heads, seriously. He was like, nope, you can't touch my girls. And he lost the feathers in his back for that, but he's fine. At least this all spurred them to go and sleep in the uh, new coop last night. Because that's primarily where they went and hid. You know, two of my roosters, the biggest one and the smallest one, stood up to the two dogs while the other roosters got all the girls to safety. Um, cause they all have their own little flocks, but, uh, they get all the girls to safety and most of them ended up because we built out the part of the enclosure into a new larger coop and we put sheet wood, plywood along the edges, the outside, built it out with pallets and, uh, put a heat lamp in there and a big tarp over it. So it's the warmest place in that area. So they were all in there this morning when I went to go let them out and late too. Their wounds seem to have healed. And they're still alive because chickens are very, uh, they have very delicate constitutions. Of course. Oh, they swam around the fence wicks. They swam the pond. It was a lab. Labs don't care about water. I don't give a shit. They went right right around the pond, broke out of their own fencing, and uh, yeah, through the pond, around the fence. Basically, they took the duck gate, right? That's how the ducks get out. They swim in the pond. So, but everybody was safe, which doesn't surprise me because where these chickens came from, they're... Uh, they grew up strong. Let's just say that. 
So, and I know one of the dogs, Ray, I'm, don't get me wrong. These dogs are not nearly as lethal as Annie. If Annie had gotten in there, I'd have ended up with a half a dozen dead chickens. Cause Annie's no joke, but, uh, they just wanted to play. I can't really fault them for that. It's natural instinct. And it was a lab and a hound dog. Not like my idiots, bird dog. So uh, they just wanted to play, but thankfully the chickens all survived. We'll see what kind of eggs I get today. <clears throat> but, and then of course, the oldest one now came down with the crud. They're all just passing it around. I swear this thing has the longest incubation period. It's like 10 days and then the next person gets it. It's wild. Never seen anything like it. So he's down for the count, but it's okay. He'll be okay. I uh, gave him some cardio miracle and some tea. And last night he was all cranky. Will you stop pushing your hippie shit on me? I was like, dude, they're vitamins. This was around long, long before pills from a doctor. This is how people got better for millennia. Take your vitamins, drink your tea. You'll be fine. And he will be. He's pure-blooded and has a strong constitution, so he'll be fine. Hmm. But Saturday morning, so a little weird. Brother Matt has a message when he got yesterday. We're going to start off our morning with that. I've not heard it. This is new, but it's a solid 17 minutes. So let's see what brother Matt has to say for us this morning. Hey everybody. It's brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to share today is from January 19th, 2024. I hope uh, everybody's doing well want to remind you that you can put prayer requests into the comment section so that I can pray for you and so that others here on the channel can pray for you. Uh, the conditions here in the U.S. have been kind of tough this week where we live. Lots of uh, heavy winter storms and uh, even right now it's kind of started to flurry a little bit again outside. So I hope everybody's doing okay and staying warm and staying safe. Um, so uh, if you're new to this channel, I uh, encourage you to check out the other messages that I posted. But what I do here is I just read the word the Lord gave me the way that he gave it to me. Um, I don't add any anything extra to it, any interpretation or any of that, or any explanation really. I just I just give to you what he gave to me and um, and just ask that, uh, that the Holy Spirit would give you discernment uh, as to how you should receive it. Um, so in just a minute, I'll get to the message. I wanna remind you that I post the text of the message and all of the Bible cross-references that, that seem applicable on my Substack, you can just click through to get to that at the end of the video where I put a link uh, here in the in the video as we're watching and in the description box. You can click through, you can read the message for yourself. It takes a little bit of time for me to transcribe everything and to put all of those references in there, but I want to provide that for you guys uh, so it's there on the Substack, and you can go check it out uh, anytime you want. Today's message is even already up now. Um, 
So, uh, so that's there. I also want to tell you that I took the 52 days worth of messages between Passover and Pentecost and collected all of that together into a book, which you can get on Kindle or you can get it, uh, you know, in print even. Um, so that's available on Amazon. You can click through to get to that if you want, or you can, you know, all the videos are here on YouTube and I've been reposting those messages on the Substack. So all of that stuff is there as well. So you can get it there, you can get it in print, you can do whatever. Um, anyway, I hope everybody's doing well and uh, let's just get to it, okay? So January 19th, 2024, uh, this is what it says. I, the Lord, he who set the foundations, he who walked upon the water, he who stills the storm, he who makes the blind to see, he who makes uh, he who makes the blind to see and the deaf to hear, he who turned the waters into wine, he who turns mourning to laughter and ashes to joy, he who anoints you with the oil of gladness, he who wipes away every tear, he who is Father, Son, and Spirit, the wind who blows wherever he wills it, author of salvation, he who was promised, he who was and who is and who is to come, he who ascended into heaven and led forth a train of captives, he who breaks the bonds of sin and death, whose blood was shed to break the curse, by whose stripes you are healed. He who endured the cross and scorned the shame that you might be set free, that you might be called sons and daughters. He who awaits with arms open wide to receive all who come unto him. He who was born of the virgin womb he who was spoken of by the prophets, he who was promised, he who is awaited even now, Jesus, the anointed one, the redeemer, deliverer, son of the promise, he who crushes the head of the serpent upon whom all glory rests, the visible image of the invisible God hope of the nations. He who comes to judge the world in righteousness, the word through whom all things were made. He who became flesh and dwelt among you, he who comes to reign. It is he who speaks to you. Therefore, heed my word and hold to my counsel for my counsel is true. Say to those who wait, soon you will be satisfied. Soon shall you enter my rest. Though you are tired, endure a little longer. Resist until the day, for the day is coming soon when your faith shall be made sight. Hold on for me and for my day 
Do not be shaken. Do not turn your hands from the plow. I will do just as I have said. But my ways are not your ways, O people. Nor am I slow, as some count slowness. For I am unwilling that any should perish, but that all might come to me. You who long for my justice, know my justice will be satisfied. You who long for my judgment on the earth, do you not know that my judgment will be swift and terrible? For my judgment shall bring terror and woe upon the nations and upon the earth. I am he who convicts the world of sin and righteousness, who separates sheep from goats and wheat from tares. If you were wise, you would flee from that day and from the hand of judgment. I am he who knows the beginning from the end, he who knows what is in a man. To you who wait, wait patiently. Endure until the day. Stand firm and resist, that your enemy might flee before you. For your faith is made perfect through perseverance and patient endurance. I know you are weary. Soon shall I give you rest. Be faithful, for I am faithful. You have not resisted unto death. O my children, how I long to gather you to myself as a mother hen gathers her chicks. How I long to gather you under my wing. I will come to gather what is mine. Soon comes the hour. Soon comes the day. For it rushes upon you. Therefore prepare yourselves that the day may not catch you unaware. Heed this warning. O peoples, O nations, for the great and mighty day of the Lord rushes soon upon you. Therefore, repent and turn to me. Call on that name, the name above all names, by whom men are saved, that you might be hidden from that day, the only name by which you are saved. There is a sword coming upon you, O peoples, O nations. The rocks will not hide you. Your gates shall not preserve you. Your cities shall not protect you. When the storm comes upon you, there will be nowhere that you might run there will be no shelter for you.
Therefore, I counsel you to find your shelter in me and to hide yourselves in me. I am the only hope for you, O you peoples of the land. I have sent out the call. I have declared these things unto you that you might turn to me while time remains. But you will not turn, for you have loved the darkness, and you would hide yourselves from the light. Woe to you, O peoples, O nations, for you have loved your ways and trusted in your own paths and have resisted my counsel. Though hearing, you do not hear. Though seeing, you do not see. Even what you have been given shall be taken from you and given to another. For you would even resist the lover of your souls. At this point, um, I had a, like a vision thing happen and I saw these eyes kind of appear in the darkness. I had my eyes closed and, and just in the darkness, I saw these eyes. And, um, and so these eyes were like uh, the eyes of an animal, like a panther or some kind of beast, some kind of, some kind of predator. And I just had the sense of this animal creature uh, in the darkness looking at me. And then the Lord continued and the Lord said, um, the one who seeks to devour you, he prowls at your borders. He is seeking an entrance. He tests the fences and scratches at the door. Give him no entrance, my people. Resist him and he will flee. So then, uh, kind of had some spiritual warfare here. So this is what I said. I said, greater is the one who lives in me. The Lord rebuke you, Satan, rebuke you. You have no place here. Be gone, be gone. And um, as I said these things, this kind of beast that I saw began to sort of move back, like backing away. You know, like if you've ever seen videos of like predator cats, like lions and stuff, you know, they kind of get where their face is really low to the ground. And at first I felt like it was creeping towards me. But then as I began to pray against this thing, it started to kind of back away back into the darkness. So here the Lord spoke again and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me, and I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Therefore, do not fear, for I am with you. My rod, my staff, they comfort you, and I have set a table for you before your enemies, that they might not overcome you. And then I praying said, therefore, I will not fear for the Lord is with me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow 
the Lord is with me. I will not be overcome. For even you, O enemy, must bow the knee to the one who lives in me. And then the Lord continued. And the Lord said, All his schemes shall come to ruin, and victory shall elude him. For it is he who sits on the throne who holds the victory in his hand. None can oppose him. And though you defy him, judgment is coming for you. He will bind you. And one day, even you are reserved for the lake of fire. O poisoner of the nations, accuser of the brethren, deceiver of the peoples, you who are that serpent of old, on your belly still you crawl. Your scheme shall be made known, for I will bring all things to light. For the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness shall not overcome it. I will silence you, O accuser. I will show the truth from the lie. The victory is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The lamb who was slain, he who sits on the throne, he who holds the scroll in his hand, he who makes his enemies a footstool, he who is not overcome, but who overcomes evil with good. I will tame you, O adversary, O enemy of old, O traitor, O proud one. How I will humble you, you who would seek to set your throne against me. I am coming for what is mine. None shall defy me. None shall resist me. Nothing will hold me back. I, the Lord, have spoken as I will. Listen and heed this word. You who are wise, call upon me, upon my name, the only name by which men are saved. Call on me while time remains, and I shall give you eternal life, forgiveness of sins, and a seat at my table. For the marriage feast is coming that great day of celebration. Happy are those that are called to the feast. Prepare, prepare, for soon comes the call. Okay, so uh, brothers and sisters, that's it. Uh, that's the message for January 19th, 2024. Um, hope everybody's doing well. Again, you know, if you have prayer requests, please, uh, please leave them in the comment section and you know, if you don't know the Lord, now is the time. Now is the time to call on the name of Jesus. Now is the time to repent and return to him. Uh, while time remains, call on him. So, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, pray everybody will be doing well. Uh, stay warm if you're in a cold place and be safe. And uh, I'll be back with you guys uh, next time. And if I if I don't see you here, then... And hopefully I'll see you up there. God bless. Take care.
Thank you, Brother Matt. Hmm. So, you know, when, when you're counseled to repent, we've been trained for a very long time since religion was created. And in order to repent, you have to go to confession. You have to tell somebody else what you did wrong so that you can be absolved of your sin. It's not the case. You don't need to pay someone to be absolved of your sin. It's not how that works. That's just greed. That's corruption of the church. You don't even need to tell someone else what you've done. Not yet anyway. In order to repent. You only need to tell the one of whom you're asking forgiveness. God. Jesus. Talk to Jesus. He can hear you. I promise you that. He can hear you. Repent. What does it mean? It means to tell God that you're sorry for what you've done and detail it. You can't just say, sorry, God, I'm sorry for all my sins. No, no. You have to acknowledge what they are, what you did. Things that are weighing on your soul right now. And again, I promise you, when you do that, you'll feel a lot better. That weight will be lifted. Now, if you feel the need to tell someone else you're sorry after doing that, then that's part of your recompense. That's your atonement that comes from God, not from man, not from the church. God tells you how to make up for your sins after you've told him what they are. He already knows. He wants you to acknowledge them. This can all be done privately. Please don't tell me I don't want to know your sins. Tell God, I'm not here to judge you. That's someone else's job. But if you repent now, it'll go a lot easier in the future. So, I told you this morning about my chickens. And how they were attacked. And it brings me back to the second test, the value of life. Who gives your life value or who values your life? Who gives my chickens lives value? Do I? Because I think I own them or do they really own me? Or do we just live together? 
would their lives still have value if they weren't living here? Of course they would. Every life has value. Who gives your life that value? That'd be God. What is life's value? You can work all your life, do all the best things, go to the best schools, get a good education, raise a family, right? And still feel empty and meaningless. Your value is not how much money you make or even how many children you have. You only truly find out what life's value is when you give it up, when you give up seeking for things and you start seeking for God, then you find out what life's true value is. When I went out there and after the dogs had gone through and I got them out and I went looking for the chickens and some of them were hiding under some bushes and I just saw Sparkle's bare back where his feathers had been ripped out and a red feathers next to it and I thought the chicken had been mauled. But no, it was like three of them, four of them hiding under there together. I lifted up the bushes and they all jumped out. But for that half a second, I felt devastated, heartbroken, sorry. And then when they were all alive, immediately, joy, relief, because their lives have value. Where is the value of life found? It's found in God. How do you value your life? If you don't value it by how much money you make, how do you value your life? By how much good you do? Does that make you feel full inside? How about when you do what God wants you to do? How much value does your life have then? These are the questions I ask. So I'm already running late. And it's supposed to be a short show. I guess that's not going to happen, is it? So let's pray before we read. Dear God, thank you. Thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return, which we know is very soon. Thank you for sending us your messengers. So many different messengers, so many signs. Thank you for giving us the ears to hear and the eyes to see and the discernment 
to understand, to sift the truth from the lies, and the courage to speak that truth to others, to speak about you without worrying about being ridiculed. Thank you, God. Thank you for my animals. Thank you for my children. Ask that you please watch over my son and help him heal. Thank you for my husband. He is my rock. Thank you for all of our friends and family. We ask that you please soften their hearts so they may join us on our path towards you. And thank you for being patient and teaching us patience. We are a hard-headed, stiff-necked people living in this wicked generation. And we need saving. Thank you, God, for life. Every single day, thank you for life. So, what are you going to listen to in the background today? Mm, 528, how's that? So... We are still in the first book of Chronicles. Chapter 14. We're back to David. Right, because the first book of Chronicles is basically like a recap of what happened before. So, chapter 14. Now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David and timber of cedars with masons and carpenters to build him a house. And David perceived that the Lord had confirmed him king over Israel, for his kingdom was lifted up on high because of his people Israel. And David took more wives at Jerusalem, and David begat more sons and daughters. Now these are the names of his children which he had in Jerusalem, Shammua and Shobab, Nathan and Solomon and Ibhar, and Elishua, and Epilet, and Noga, and Nephig, and Japhia, and Elishama, and Belida, and Ephelat. And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David. And David heard of it, and went out against them. And the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines, and wilt thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said unto him, Go up, for I will deliver them into thine hand. So they came up to Baal, Perazim, and David smote them there. Then David said, God hath broken in upon mine enemies by my hand, like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore they called the name of that place Baal, Perazim. And when they had left their gods there, David gave a commandment, and they were burned with fire. And the Philistines yet again spread themselves abroad in the valley. Therefore David inquired again of God, and God said unto him, 
Go not up after them, turn away from them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And it shall be when thou shalt hear a song of going in the tops of the mulberry trees, then thou shalt go out to battle. For God has gone forth before thee to smite the hosts of the Philistines. David therefore did as God commanded him, and they smote the host of the Philistines, Gibeon, even to Gezer. And the fame of David went out into all lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. Chapter 15. And David made him houses in the city of David, and prepared a place for the ark of God, and pitched for it a tent. Then David said, None ought to carry the ark of God but the Levites, for them hath the Lord chosen to carry the ark of God, and to minister unto him forever. And David gathered all Israel together to Jerusalem, to bring up the ark of the Lord unto his place, which he had prepared for it. And David assembled the children of Aaron and the Levites, of the sons of Kohath, Muriel the chief, and his brethren, a hundred and twenty, of the sons of Merari, Asiah the chief, and his brethren, two hundred and twenty, of the sons of Gershom, Joel the chief, and his brethren, a hundred and thirty, of the sons of Elizaphan, Shemaiah the chief, and his brethren, two hundred, of the sons of Hebron, Eliel the chief, and his brethren fourscore, of the sons of Uziel, Aminadab the chief, and his brethren, an hundred and twelve. And David called for Zadok, and Abathar the priest, and for the Levites, for Uriel, Asiah, and Joel, Shemaiah, and Eliel, and Aminadab, and said unto them, Ye are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves, both ye and your brethren, that ye may bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel onto the place that I have prepared for it. For because ye did it not at the first, the Lord our God made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after the due water. So the priests and the Levites sanctified themselves to bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel. And the children of the Levites bear the ark of God upon their soldier, their shoulders with the staves thereon, as Moses commanded according to the word of the Lord. And David spake to the chief of the Levites to appoint their brethren to be the singers with instruments of music, psalteries and harps and cymbals, sounding by lifting up the voice with joy. So the Levites appointed Heman, the son of Joel, and of his brethren, Asaph, the son of Barakah, and of the sons of Merari, their brethren, Ethan, the son of Cushiah, and with them their brethren of the second degree, Zechariah, Ben, and Jaziel, and Shemiramoth, and Jahiel, and Uni, Eliab, and Beniah, and Messiah, and Mattathiah, and Elifla, and Mikniah, and Obed-Edom, and Jael, the porters. So the singers, Herman, Asaph, and Ethan, were appointed to sound with cymbals of brass, and Zechariah, and Aziel, and Shemiramoth, and Jehiel, and Uni, and Eliab, and Messiah, and Beniah, with psalteries, and Almoth, and Metihiah, and Eliphalath, and Mikniah, and Obed-Edom, and Jael, and Azaziah with harps on the Sheminath to excel. And Chenaniah, chief of the Levites, was for song. 
He instructed about the song because he was skillful. And Berechiah and Elkanah were doorkeepers for the ark. And Shebaniah and Jehoshaphat and Nathaniel and Amasi and Zechariah and Beniah and Eleazar the priest did blow with the trumpets before the ark of God. And Obedidim and Jehiah were doorkeepers for the ark. So David and the elders of Israel and the captains over thousands went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the house of Obedidim with joy. And it came to pass when God helped the Levites that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, that they offered seven bullocks and seven rams. And David was clothed with a robe of fine linen and all the Levites that bear the ark and the singers and Chenaniah, the master of the song with the singers. David also had upon him an ephod of linen. Thus all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouting, with sound of the cornet, and with trumpets, and with cymbals, making a noise with psalteries and harps. And it came to pass, as the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came to the city of David, that Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked out at a window and saw, David, saw King David dancing and playing, and she despised him in her heart. Chapter 16 So they brought the Ark of the God, they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. And they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. And when David had made an end of offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. And he dealt to every one of Israel, both man and woman, to everyone a loaf of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. And he appointed a certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel, Asaph the chief, and next to him Zechariah, Jael, and Shemaramoth, and Jahiel, and Metithahiah, and Eliab, and Benaiah, and Obedidim, and Jael with psalteries and with harps. But Asaph made a sound with cymbals. Beniah also and Jaziel the priests with trumpets continually before the Ark of the Covenant of God. Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Israel, his servant, ye children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Be ye mindful always of his covenant, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, even of the covenant which he made with Abraham, and of his oath unto Isaac, and hath confirmed the same to Jacob for a law, and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance, when ye were but few, even a few, and strangers in it. And when they went from nation to nation and from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sake, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Show forth from day to day his salvation. 
Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give unto the Lord, ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. The world shall be also shall be stable, that it be not moved. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice, and let men say among the nations, The Lord reigneth. Let the sea roar in the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice in all that is therein. Then shall the trees of the wood sing out at the presence of the Lord, because he cometh to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. And say ye, save us, O God of our salvation, and gather us together and deliver us from the heathen, that we may give thanks to thy holy name and glory in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel forever and ever. And all the people said, Amen, and praise the Lord. So he left there before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, Asaph and his brethren, to minister before the Ark continually as every day's work required. And Obed-Edom with their brethren, threescore and eight, Obed-Edom also the son of Judathun and Hosa to be porters, and Zadok the priest and his brethren the priests before the tabernacle of the Lord in the high place that was at Gibeon, to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord upon the altar of the burnt offering continually morning and evening, and to do according to all that is written in the law of the Lord, which he commanded Israel. And with them, Heman and Judathun, and the rest that were chosen, who were expressed by name to give thanks to the Lord, because his mercy endureth forever. And with them, Heman and Judathun, with trumpets and cymbals for those that should make a sound, and with musical instruments of God. And the son of Judathan were porters, the sons of Judathan were porters. And all the people departed every man to his house, and David returned to bless his house. I think we're going to finish up there today at the end of chapter 16. We will pick up with chapter 17 on Monday at 8 a.m. Don't forget, Freedom Gardens is on this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Heather also have the crud, has the crud. Well, Heather and her husband have the crud. So uh, Liam will be joining me this afternoon for Freedom Gardens, since we are doing cooking with Liam, for the most part. And of course, show you how we prepared for the freeze around here. Basically, everything's cut down and follow until we start it again. And uh, so we've been cooking. So cooking with Liam. Freedom Gardens at 2 p.m. right here on whatever channel you're watching this on now. Mick and I will be back tomorrow afternoon also at 2 p.m. for True Spiracy. We're going to mix a little bit of uh, the Apocrypha with the World Economic Forum and see what we end up with. How's that? 
We're going to read the Book of Wisdom and talk about the value of life. So join us at 2 p.m. there for True Spiracy. It's everyone's favorite show. And then uh, I'll be back Monday morning, 8 a.m. for the good book. So until then, I hope God keeps you safe and warm and healthy in the shadow of his wing until he returns for us. So y'all have a blessed, warm day. And I will see you on the flip side. Have a great one. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. How's everyone doing this morning? It's our uh, last day of cold weather around here. And I have so much to do. I still have to finish my presentation for the Southern Vegetable Gardening Summit, which is coming along. I've been working on it for, I don't even know how long now. After some technical difficulties, I, and of course, putting it together in my head, it takes the longest part. Do y'all do that? If I have to write something, I'll spend weeks writing it in my head before I actually put it down on paper. Like I write it in my head and then I go back and check it in my head and change things and then finally write it down. Like I edit it before I ever put it down on paper. Does anyone else do that? Or am I just me? So I've done the same thing with this summit. So I've been, yikes, imagining putting the video together in my head and then what I'm going to say, my actual presentation, going through the whole thing, writing it in my head, going over it again. But today's the day I've been editing videos, which I hate editing videos. And uh, I have to sit it down, sit down and, and do it, pre do the presentation. So I'm actually going to, drop Lyanna's stream after noon tribute so that I can record the presentation. Shouldn't take me too long, hopefully. It's only 35 minutes. It'll probably take me a couple hours because that's how it goes. It's okay though. It's well worth it. And then I'll put the link out for everyone. Um, if you would like to participate in the Southern Vegetable Gardening Summit so you can learn how to grow your own food. And I did the same things, you know, that's, I know God understands, but no one else. I do the same thing with the books that I'm writing. I've already written the first six or seven chapters in my head. I just have to sit down and put them on paper or computer, whatever the case may be. I know what I'm going to say. I just have to carve out the time to sit down and write it. And I have to uncover all my plants. And I have a whole bunch of stuff to plant. It's okay, though. We'll get it all done. Because the more you have to do, the more you get done. And I find when I have nothing to do, I get nothing done. So. Kristen's worried about her friend Danielle. She and her mom found Danielle's brother dead in his apartment. I'm sorry, Kristen, that's terrible. We will definitely play, pray for them. It's those that are left behind that need the most prayers. The ones that leave us now, and there will be many, 
more than those that are left behind. But the ones who leave us now, that's you know, when you punch your ticket, as they call it, there are no more chances after that. And these days you don't know what's going to happen with someone. We know why, we just don't know when. All ticking time bombs walking around. But when you lose someone, the grief is yours, not theirs. Everything they've done, everything they've accomplished, their bank account on earth won't matter anymore. It'll be their bank account in heaven. Kristen, all he had to say was he was jabbed. We already knew that. He was in his 30s. He had a heart attack. We know why these people are dying. All these young people are dying. But they've... either fulfilled their purpose or they haven't. And they have no more choices, no more chances. But their loss can be a lesson to us in our grief. Think. If you were to die tomorrow, would you feel comfortable being judged? I mean, I don't know that anyone would feel comfortable being judged, but would you feel ready? Would you be able to stand on your rock, your foundation of faith, with confidence, knowing that you did what you were supposed to, to the best of your ability, on the path that God laid out for you. Because that's the chance that all of us have now. Griff, I will definitely pray for you. Vertigo came back hard yesterday. That's rough. So... Now's your chance. Now's your chance to bulk up your heavenly bank account, to listen with ears to hear, see with eyes to see, build your foundation, your rock of faith, so solid that it's like your feet are encased in stone and you cannot be moved because the, the foundations will be shaken for everybody. Anyway, 
Let's continue on with Brother Matt's next message. This one's from November 19th. Before we get into our reading of the day. Well, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with you again with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to read today is from uh, the night of November 19th, 2023, and early morning, uh, November 20th. The Lord has been speaking a lot uh, lately. So um, I did a live stream this weekend on Saturday with the message that he gave me that morning. And then the following night had this and um, have something else, too, that I'll uh, probably post tomorrow. I'm grateful as always for all of you for your comments and um, the prayer requests that you put up. For those of you that are sharing the message with others, uh, as always, I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for the community that's grown up around this channel. Thankful for all of your prayers for me, for my family, much needed and much appreciated. Um, I'm praying also for, for you guys. And, um, so let's uh, continue to be faithful to pray for each other. Uh, this message is a bit long, has a lot of parts. There's probably three different kind of audiences that are set apart in this. Um, and there's several visions. It started with a vision and there's kind of vision pieces all throughout it. So I'm just gonna read it all. You know, if you're new to my channel, uh, as the Lord gives me these things, when I read them here, I just give them to you the way that they were given to me. I just read to you uh, everything the Lord gave to me as as I've transcribed it. Um, so, uh, so right. So we're going to do that in just a minute. And um, as always, I'm just grateful for you guys and uh, just pray the Lord's blessings over all of you and pray that the Lord would uh, give you wisdom and leading as to how uh, you should respond to this. Um, yeah, so, okay, here we go. November 19th, 2023, hope the rain's not too loud outside. Um, began with a vision. And uh, what I said when the vision started, and uh, well, what I said was this, the throne, the key, and the crown. And I saw these three objects lined up in front of my eyes, a throne, kind of like white, uh, this is maybe like alabaster or something white, really bright. And then another object hovering above the throne, which I described as a key. Um, it, it was sort of in the shape of the cross, but it wasn't exactly the cross. Um, so I called it the key. And then above that, um, a crown hovering. So these three objects kind of hovering above each other. And then suddenly it became very bright and there was smoke that started to fill the space um, like incense. Um, and, and the brightness uh, of, the, of the image of the vision just became overwhelmingly bright, like the light of the sun, if you try to look at the sun. And uh, there was incense, you know, or at least I felt like it was incense kind of rolling off the throne, um, like a, almost like a waterfall of cloud rolling off the throne. And then uh, this is uh, 
how the Lord began to speak, how the word began to come anyway. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Heaven is filled with his glory. The earth shall be filled with his glory as the water covers the sea. So shall the earth be filled with his glory. In the throne room of the Most High, in the place where his glory dwells, there is no shadow. There is only the light of his gaze, awesome and terrible. His righteousness, his holiness is impossible to bear. Only the one who has washed his robe in the blood of the Lamb may stand in his presence. So then I saw, uh, began to see a, a vision of um, people. Uh, this was completely in black and white, um, kind of in contrast to the colorfulness of what I had just seen with the throne. And here I saw people who were, I mean, certainly it was meant to be beggars, um, poor and thin, uh, blind. In fact, they didn't even have eyes. Their eye holes were just gone, you know, filled in, um, dressed in filthy robes. Their, their bodies were filthy and they were stumbling in the darkness. And then uh, this is what was said, we are like beggars in filthy robes without color, gray and poor, um, but in him, his light and color. Men stumble in the darkness, groping for the light. He sits in unapproachable light, a light that would blind our faces. And yet he would love even us. He would desire us. He would cleanse us. If only we would reach our hands out to him. We are like blind beggars wandering in the darkness. And so then seeing the beggars through that whole piece. And then again, I saw the throne. And then the Lord said, tell them what you see. Declare everything that I have given you. Do not fear. I have chosen you for this time, for this work. Complete the work that I have given to you. And so now we get the different, uh, the different audiences. So the first one, it says, To my chosen servants say, Endure for my name's sake. Endure and persevere. Though you are tired, oh no, not tired. Though you are tried, your faith shall be proven as through fire. I will not leave you, nor shall I forsake my chosen ones. I will strengthen your hands for the day. Stand firm. Press forward. Take up your shield. Put on your helmet. Affix your breastplate, draw your sword, cinch up your belt, 
walk in the gospel of peace. You are my warriors whom I have chosen for this time. Do not fear. Press onward. I have given you power in my name to demolish strongholds, tear down the footholds, make straight the way of the Lord. Prepare the way before him. They will set their faces against you. They will wag their tongues at you. They will cast their stones at you. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Do not look back. Press onward to the goal and you shall receive your crown. Press onward, my warriors, my champions, my mighty ones, onward. And then it says, to those children living in darkness, say, I have seen you. There is no place that my light cannot reach you. I have heard your cries. I have seen your tears. I will ransom all who are mine. There is nowhere they can hide you that I will not find you. No bar, no gates, no doors can hold me back from you. I will cut your bonds. I will set you free. I will avenge myself upon your captors, for I am justice and righteousness. I will come for you. Reach out your hands to me. So here I saw bound hands, bound with a white rope, two hands reaching out into the darkness. And then um, the Lord continues with the next audience. It says, to the nations say, Behold, I will sift you like wheat. I will separate sheep and goats, wheat and chaff with the sword of my mouth. I shall separate you out. Listen to me, you who are wise. Repent and return. Call upon my name. Exchange your filthy robe. Come to me. Wash yourselves in my blood and be cleansed of your iniquity. Take my righteousness upon you, for I offer it freely in my name. Be saved from this wicked generation. Be saved while there is yet time for you. For behold, I am coming soon to take all who are mine. I have offered you the outstretched hand, but you would jeer, you would mock, you would resist, for you have loved your sin and you have not loved me. Therefore, you shall have no part in me. You are as chaff to the fire. I will burn you up. I will set you to the flame.
So here again, I saw vision of a fire burning, hot coals, like white hot coals. And I saw a hand hovering above the fire, dropping things into the fire. And as soon as, you know, like as soon as these things kind of drop into the flame, they immediately just burn up, burst into flame as soon as they hit the flame. And then I saw the shepherd moving through a crowd of people with the shepherd's staff in his hand and the crowd like parting around him. And then the Lord continued, Oh, you nations, if only you would turn to me that you might be saved. But you have rejected me and chosen your own way. There is no king but me. For I am he who sits upon the throne. There is no Lord, but I, the Lord. There is no name higher than my name. I am the Lord who calls you. I am he who was and who is and who is to come. Wise is the man who makes me his trust. I am the way and the truth and the life. Apart from me, there is no hope for you. Apart from me, there is no hope for you. O men, O nations, look to me. Call upon my name and you will be saved. Apart from me, there is no other. I am Emmanuel, Jesus, the exalted one. He who is called the Nazarene. He who was born of the virgin womb. He who was testified by the prophets. He who was witnessed, who was crucified on the cross for your sins. I was buried in the tomb. I was raised on the third day. I ascended in the sight of many. And I am coming soon. I have warned you. I have waited long for you. Return to me, O man, and be saved. So finally, there was a final vision in all of this. And I'm just going to read it as I saw it. Um, I said, um, I see an eye in the desert, a golden eye and it looked um it's hovering in the air and it looked almost mechanical now it sounds weird um it was shrined in flame and it opens and inside there is light like bright bright light but the pupil of the eye is was total blackness i said a fiery flame an eye out of the desert it comes hovering in the sky and then i said the mark of the eye and then i see something like a pyramid but where the capstone is there is fire the sky is red it is like a volcano 
fire erupting. White fire, bright, shooting out. Red sky. And then I saw uh, a hand sprinkling something over water. And I said, ash sprinkled into the sea, poisoning the waters. So that is, uh, that was the end of the vision and the message for that night, November 19th, 2023. I know that was a lot, there's a lot to take in there. And um, I just want to say, you know, I, I know sometimes uh, you guys may make comments kind of interpreting the the stuff in the visions and that's totally fine. And I'm, I'm happy for you guys to do that. I, I enjoy reading the, the things that you guys see in it. Um, but I can't, I, I, I don't have liberty to authorize uh, any like interpretation or, or anything unless the Lord tells me that that's what it is. So I'm happy for you guys to, to say what you think it is. Um, you know, certainly in my own mind, in my own heart, I speculate a bit as to what these things are. I think that I know what they mean, but I don't have liberty just to say, oh, you know, this represents this or this represents that or anything like that. So I just put it out there. And, um, but you guys are free to, to, to put your own impressions and your own understandings out there if you feel so led, but, um, but, but, but just please understand that I can't, I can't authorize any interpretation that the Lord hasn't just told me directly, this is this, or this is that. So I, I just, I have to just give you what he gives me. So uh, having said all that, I know I've gone long. I pray you will all be blessed and uh, I will be back uh, probably tomorrow with another video or maybe later today. We'll see. So take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you, Brother Matt. Uriel sent me this on November 24th, just what, five days after that. Leave behind your so-called light. A pillar of fire will be your delight. A cloud by day you will pray, though you will be left in dismay. Remember, that is the only way. Look to God and be still, for it is his holy will. Be as still as a stone, as if you were on a throne. Everyone around is in a hurry. They will surely scurry. Do not be afraid, for in God you are made. Find him. You'll realize he's within. You can find that on our Substack. Archangels Among Us at Substack.com. Um, towards the end of December now, I think. I'm working on it. And my books as well. So let's pray before we get started. Dear God, please give us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return and to go about our daily lives at the same time, to find that balance. We pray that you watch over 
all of those who are grieved, who've lost loved ones. We pray that you heal the sick as only you can. We thank you for sending us your messengers, for giving us ears to hear and eyes to see. And the discernment to be able to sift the truth from the lies and the courage to spread your word and those truths. We pray that you soften the hearts of those that we love that we would love to join us on our path towards you. We pray that you return soon. The time of mourning is beginning. Thank you for our children whose innocence, curiosity, and joy in life. Remind us every day what we're fighting for. We thank you for our animals who teach us about unconditional love and show us what it is to live for you alone. We thank you for our friends and family, for all of us who, those who joined us already on your path. I thank you for my husband, my rock. Most of all, God, we thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. So. <clears throat> I believe we finished chapter 16 of the first book of Chronicles on Saturday. If y'all don't know, I've started doing this on Saturday as well at 9 a.m. So you can come check us out or wait for the podcast to come out. It'll be out in a couple days. So the first book of Chronicles, chapter 17. Now it came to pass as David sat in his house that David said to Nathan the prophet, Lo, I dwell in an house of cedars, but the ark of the covenant of the Lord remaineth under curtains. Then Nathan said unto David, Do all that is in thine heart, for God is with thee. And it came to pass the same night that the word of God came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell David my servant, Thus saith the Lord, Thou shalt not build me an house to dwell in, for I have not dwelt in an house since the day that I brought up Israel unto this day, but have gone from tent to tent, and from one tabernacle to another. Wheresoever I have walked with all Israel, spake I a word to any of the judges of Israel, whom I commanded to feed my people, saying, Why have you not built me an house of cedars? Now therefore, thus shalt thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheepcote, even from following the sheep, that thou shouldest be ruler over my people Israel. And I have been with thee, whithersoever thou hast walked, and I've cut off all thine enemies from before thee, and I've made thee a name like the name of the great men that are in the earth. Also, I will ordain a place for my people Israel and will plant them and they shall dwell in their place and shall be moved no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness waste them any more as at the beginning. 
and since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel. Moreover, I will subdue all thine enemies. Furthermore, I tell thee that the Lord will build thee in house, and it shall come to pass when thy days be expired that thou must go to be with thy fathers, that I will raise up thy seed after thee, which shall be of thy sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build me in house, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son, and I will not take my mercy away from him as I took it from him that was before thee. But I will settle him in mine house and my kingdom forever, and his throne shall be established forevermore. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. And David the king came and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is mine house that thou hast brought me hitherto? And yet this was a small thing in thine eyes, O God, for thou hast also spoken of thy servant's house for a great, great while to come, and hast regarded me according to the estate of a man of high degree, O Lord God. What can David speak more to thee for the honor of thy servant? For thou knowest thy servant. O Lord, for thy servant's sake and according to thine own heart, hast thou done all this greatness in making known all these great things. O Lord, there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people Israel, whom God went to redeem to be his own people, to make thee a name of greatness and terribleness, by driving out nations from before thy people, whom thou hast redeemed out of Egypt. For thy people Israel, didst thou make thine own people forever, and thou, Lord, becomest their God. Therefore now, Lord, let the thing that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning his house be established forever, and do as thou hast said. Let it even be established that thy name may be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God of Israel, even a God to Israel. And let the house of David thy servant be established before thee. For thou, O my God, hast told thy servant that thou wilt build him a house. Therefore thy servant hath found in his heart to pray before thee. And now, Lord, thou art God, and hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Now therefore, let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may be before thee forever. For thou blessed, O Lord, and it shall be blessed forever. Chapter 18. Now, after all this, it came to me that David smote the Philistines. It came to pass that David smote the Philistines and subdued them and took Gath and her towns out of the hands of the Philistines. And he smote Moab, and the Moabites became David's servants and brought gifts. And David smote Hadarezer, king of Zobah, unto Hamath as he went to establish his dominion by the river Euphrates. And David took from him a thousand chariots and seven thousand horsemen and twenty thousand footmen. David also hoed all the chariot horses, but reserved of them an hundred chariots. And when the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadarezer, king of Zobah, David slew of the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Then David put garrisons in Syria, Damascus, and the Syrians became David's servants and brought gifts. Thus the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. 
And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadarezer and brought them to Jerusalem. Likewise from Tibath and from Chun, cities of Hadarezer, brought David very much brass, wherewith Solomon made the brass and sea, and the pillars and the vessels of brass. Now when Tau, king of Hamath, heard how David had smitten all the hosts of Hadarezer, king of Zobah, he sent Hadaram, his son, to King David, to inquire of his welfare and to congratulate him, because he had fought against Hadarezer and smitten him, for Hadarezer had war with Tau, and with him all manner of vessels of gold and silver and brass. Them also King David dedicated unto the Lord with the silver and the gold that he brought from all these nations, from Edom and from Moab and from the children of Ammon and from the Philistines and from Amalek. Moreover, Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, slew of the Edomites in the Valley of Salt 18,000. And he put garrisons in Edom and all the Edomites became David's servants. Thus the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. So David reigned over all Israel and executed judgment and justice among all his people. And Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the host, and Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahulud, recorder. And Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and Abilemech, the son of Abathar, were the priests. And Shavsha was scribe, and Benaiah, the son of Jehodiah, was over the Cherethites and the Pelthites. And the sons of David were chief about the king. Chapter 19. Now it came to pass after this that Nahash, the king of the children of Ammon, died, and his son reigned in his stead. And David said, I will show kindness unto Hanun, the son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. And David sent messengers to comfort him concerning his father. So the servants of David came into the land of the children of Ammon to Hunun to comfort him. But the princes of the children of Ammon said to Hanun, Thinkest thou that David doth honor thy father, that he hath sent comforters unto thee? Are not his servants come unto thee for to search and to overthrow and to spy out the land? Wherefore Hanun took David's servants and shaved them and cut off their garments in the midst hard by their buttocks and sent them away. Then there they went, they, then there went certain and told David how the men were served. And he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Tarry at Jericho until your beards be grown, and then return. And when the children of Ammon saw that they had made themselves odious to David, Hanun and the children of Ammon sent a thousand talents of silver to hire them chariots and horsemen out of Mesopotamia, and out of Syria, Makkah, and out of Zobah. So they hired thirty and two thousand chariots, and the king of Makkah and his people, who came and pitched before Mediba. And the children of Ammon gathered themselves together from their cities and came to battle. And when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the hosts of the mighty men. And the children of Ammon came out and put the battle in array before the gate of the city. And the kings that were come were by themselves in the field. Now when Joab saw that the battle was set against him before and behind, he chose out of all the choice of Israel and put them in array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he delivered onto the hand of Abishai, his brother. And they set themselves in array against the children of Ammon. And he said, If the Syrians be too strong for me, then thou shalt help me. But if the children of Ammon be too strong for thee, then I will help thee. Be of good courage and let us behave ourselves valiantly for our people and for the cities of our God. And let the Lord do that which is good in his sight. 
So Joab and the people that were with him drew nigh before the Syrians onto the battle, and they fled before him. And when the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fled, they likewise fled before Abishai and his brother and entered into the city. Then Joab came to Jerusalem. And when the Syrians saw that they were put to the worst before Israel, they sent messengers and drew forth the Syrians that were beyond the river. And Sophak, the captain of the host of Hadarezer, went before them. And it was told David, and he gathered all Israel and passed over Jordan and came upon them and set the battle in array against them. So when David had put the battle in array against the Syrians, they fought with him. But the Syrians fled before Israel, and David slew of the Syrians 7,000 men which fought in chariots and 40,000 footmen and killed Sophak, the captain of the host. And when the servants of Hadarezer saw that the people were put to the worst before Israel, they made peace with David and became his servants. Neither would the Syrians help the children of Ammon anymore. Chapter 20. And it came to pass that after the year was expired, at the time that kings go out to battle, Joab led forth the power of the army and wasted the country of the children of Ammon and came and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried at Jerusalem and Joab smote Rabbah and destroyed it. And David took the crown of their king from off his head and found it to weigh a talent of gold. And there were precious stones in it. And it was set upon David's head. And he brought also exceeding much spoil out of the city. And he brought out the people that were in it and cut them with saws and with harrows of iron and with axes. Even so dealt David with all the cities of the children of Ammon. And David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass after this that there arose war at Gezer with the Philistines, at which time Sibachai the Hushathite slew Sippah, that was of the children of the giant, and they were subdued. And there was war again with the Philistines. And Elanon, the son of Jair, slew Lami, the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, whose spear staff was like a weaver's beam. And yet again there was war at Gath, where was a man of great stature, whose fingers and toes were four and twenty, six on each hand and six on each foot. And he also was the son of the giant. But when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shemiah, David's brother, slew him. These were born onto the giant in Gath. And they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. Lucid, welcome back. Home from the hospital. Fantastic. Chapter 21, the first book of Chronicles. And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go, number Israel from Beersheba even to Dan, and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. And Joab answered, The Lord make his people an hundred times so many more as they be. But my lord the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why then doth my lord require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Wherefore, Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came to Jerusalem. And Joab gave the sum of the number of the people unto David. And all they of Israel were a thousand thousand 
and a hundred thousand men that drew sword. And Judah was four hundred threescore and ten thousand men that drew score, drew sword. But Levi and Benjamin counted he not among them, for the king's word was abominable to Joab. And God was displeased with this thing, therefore he smote Israel. And David said unto God, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing, but now I beseech thee, do away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. And the Lord spake unto Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and tell David, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I offer thee three things, choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Choose thee either three years' famine, or three months to be destroyed before thy foes, while that the sword of thine enemies overtake thee, or else three days the sword of the Lord, even the pestilence in the land, and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the coasts of Israel. Now therefore advise thyself what word I shall bring again to him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let me fall now into the hand of the Lord, for very great are his mercies. But let me not fall in the hand of man. So the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel, and there fell of Israel 70,000 men. And God sent an angel unto Jerusalem to destroy it. And as he was destroying, the Lord beheld, and he repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed, It is enough. Stay now thine hand. And the angel of the Lord stood by the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. And David lifted up his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord stand between the earth and heaven, having drawn a sword in his hand stretched out over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders of Israel, who were clothed in sackcloth, fell upon their faces. And David said unto God, Is it not I that commanded the people to be numbered? Even I it is that have sinned and done evil indeed. But as for these sheep, what have they done? Let thine hand, I pray thee, O my Lord God, be on me and on my father's house, but not on thy people, that they should be plagued. Then the angel of the Lord commanded Gad to say to David that David should go up and set up an altar unto the Lord in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. And David went up at the saying of Gad, which he spake in the name of the Lord. And Ornan turned back and saw the angel, and his four sons with him hid themselves. Now Ornan was threshing wheat. And as David came to Ornan, Ornan looked and saw David and went out of the threshing floor and bowed himself to David with his face to the ground. Then David said to Ornan, Grant me the place of this threshing floor that I may build an altar therein unto the Lord. Thou shalt grant it me for the full price that the plague may be stayed from the people. And Ornan said unto David, Take it to thee and let my lord the king do that which is good in his eyes. Lo, I give thee also the oxen also for burnt offerings and the threshing instruments for wood and the wheat for the meat offering. I give it all. And King David said to Ornan, Nay, but I will verily buy it for the full price, for I will not take that which is thine for the Lord, nor offer burnt offerings without cost. So David gave to Ornan for the place 600 shekels of gold by weight. And David built there an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings and called upon the Lord. And he answered him from his heaven by fire upon the altar of burnt offering. And the Lord commanded the angel and he put up his sword again into the sheaf thereof. 
At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him in the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite, then he sacrificed there for the tabernacle of the Lord, which Moses made in the wilderness and the altar of the burnt offering were at that season in the high place at Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, for he was afraid because of the sword of the angel of the Lord. As well he should be. So we'll finish up there for the day. I don't know what happened to my alarm. Liana is coming up next at 9.05. Again, I will be dropping her stream right after tribute at a little afternoon today. Although if I finish my presentation quickly enough, I may pick it back up for if she plays Justin's show this afternoon. Um, Or if not, I may play Justin's show this afternoon. We'll see. I know she has things that she needs to take care of too. So we're trying to figure out what her schedule is going to look like, what our schedule is going to look like, but we'll keep you up up to date. So uh, Mick and I will be back tonight, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. So come check us out there on the Patriot Party podcast. Lots of stuff happened over the weekend, of course. If you missed True Spiracy yesterday, I highly recommend going back and watching the replay. It was quite an epic show. So, and um, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., of course, right here for the good book. We will pick up with chapter 22 of the first book of Chronicles. So, tomorrow we start chapter 22. I like to say that at the end so that I can stick it in my brain and know where to start the next day. So, I pray that God keeps you all safe and warm in the shadow of his wing until he returns for us, which will be very soon. So until then, see you on the flip side. Have a great day. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpents oh, one day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you
swallow, just digested. Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Credit in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed, blind, not a sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. This puppet show stays on because of you fools We've been dancing with the devil way too long I know it's fun but get ready to pay your dues Oh God, come back home This crazy world is Because of you